Welcome to the Champion Life Podcast. Thank you for listening to this special episode called A Starlit Sky, God's Gift to the World. I'm so excited for this heartwarming Christmas Eve special that goes beyond the ordinary. Gather your loved ones close and as we embark on a journey of reflection and joy, diving into the timeless story of Jesus, the Savior of the world. It's a moment to embrace the true reason for the season and to celebrate the light that has graced us all. We can't wait to share this special moment with you and yours. Greetings, I'm your host, Michael Norwood. I would like to start by asking a question. What is Christmas? While it may seem like an easy answer, do we truly know what this holiday or season is all about and why millions of people celebrate it every year? Christmas is celebrated to remember the birth of Jesus Christ. The name Christmas comes from the Mass of Christ, or Jesus, a Mass service, which is sometimes called Communion. This is where Christians remember that Jesus died for us and then came back to life. So when autumn has given way to winter and snow covers the ground, not in Texas, (laughs) and lights twinkle from house to house, you know Christmas is coming. Decorated Christmas trees are everywhere you look. Presents crowd the space under the tree and families come together for a turkey feast. Christmas is one of the most important Christian and cultural holidays of the year. But what is the true meaning of Christmas? Is it the gifts? Is it the annual economic boost? The Christmas season, especially in the West, is a mix of pre-Christian, Christian, and secular traditions. What's interesting is the etymology of the word Christmas. It literally means Christian Mass. It's shortened from Christ's Mass. Christmas is a time of spiritual reflection on the important foundations of the Christian's faith. It's also a celebration. It's when Christians celebrate God's love for the world through the birth of the Christ child, Jesus. The Bible tells of his birth hundreds of years before fulfilling prophecies. The Christmas story is recorded in Luke 2, 4, 19. Let's read. The true meaning of Christmas, celebrating the Savior. Jesus was born in order to pay the price for the things we have done wrong, sin. God sent his only son to be the atonement for all of our sins so that we would not be separated from God. Without Jesus, we would all die of our sins. We inherited our sinful nature from the first human beings God created, Adam and Eve. While being fully God, yet fully man, Jesus came into the world as an infant to save us all. Most, Christ, most Christmas traditions vary in significance and, and, and symbolic meaning. For example, we exchange gifts because God sent us the most precious gift, his only son. Also, three wise men visited Jesus and brought gifts as well. Although people worldwide celebrate Christ's birth on December 25th, we don't know exactly when he went, when he was born, the month or date. The church in the 4th century chose the December 25th as it cor- as it coordinated with the solstice on the Roman calendar. For Christians, the true meaning of, of Christmas is the the celebration of the savior Jesus Christ. We know that through belief in Christ, we are daughters and sons of God. Heaven will one day be our home. Perhaps this will help you look at the Christmas season 
differently this year. A chance to truly take in the wonder and awe of the season. Now, now that we've set the stage for why we celebrate Christmas and what's the true meaning of Christmas, join us as we read from a few passages of the Bible. The birth of Jesus is told in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So let's take a look at the miracle from heaven. So welcome to the Champion Life Podcast, a Christmas special, a starlit sky, God's gift to the world. Join us if you can in Luke 1, 26-38 as we look at the birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of the angel, Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the seeing at, at the saying and tried to dis- discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your room and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of, of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, and the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month of her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be un- let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Turn with us to Luke 2, verses 1 through 7, the birth of Jesus Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Cornelius, when Cornelius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of, of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to, to give birth. She gave birth to her newborn son and wrapped him, wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lied him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Because there is no room for them in the inn. You know, many people that many people think that a manger was a place where, you know, the animals would eat from, but actually a manger was where they used to lay the lambs to be inspected 
And so a lamb was expected on the manger to see if there is any spot or spot or blemishes. If if there was spot or blemishes, then that lamb would be used for sacrifice. But but if but if the lamb was perfect, then that lamb could be used for offering. Next, join us in Matthew 1, verses 18 through 25, the birth of Jesus Christ. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with a child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being just a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to, to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things behold an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream saying joseph son of david do not fear to take mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the holy spirit she will bear a son and you shall call his name jesus for he will save his save his people from their sins all this took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by his prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Join us in Luke 2, verses 8 through 21. The shepherds and the angels. In the same region, there were shepherds in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angels said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased when the angels went away from them in in heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go over to Bethlehem and see this that has happened which the Lord has made known to us and they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger and when they saw it, they made known known the saying that had been told them concerning the tra this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in, in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. And at the eighth day, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Join with us as we read Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12, the visit of the wise men. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of, Bethlehem of Judah, 
in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he in inquired of them where Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the ruler of Judah's. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and told them what time it, what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring him, that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was laid. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with joy. They saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Join us in John 1, 1 through 18. The Word became flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testifying concerning the, the, that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a, or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, hallelujah, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said he 
who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace and in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father. He has made him known. Join us in Mark 1, verse 14 to 15. Jesus announces this, the good news. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. So as we close this special episode, A Starlit Sky, as we immerse ourselves in the illuminating account of the birth of Jesus, let us reflect on the profound significance of this miraculous event, A Starlit Sky, God's gift to the world contains not just a story but the embodiment of divine love and grace in the quietude of a manger among angels songs and the warmth of swaddling cloths a savior was born jesus the son of god entered the world to redeem us from sin bridging the gap between divinity and humanity his arrival was displayed by a heavenly symphony, witnessed by shepherds and reverend by wise men who traveled far, guided by a star. This Christmas, may we carry the essence of the timeless account in our hearts. Beyond the glittering lights and festive cheer, let us cherish the true meaning of Christmas, a celebration of God's profound love for us manifested through this gift of his son as we wrap up this special christmas eve episode on the champion life podcast i encourage you to embrace the joy and wonder of the season may the story of Jesus' birth inspire a renewed sense of hope peace and love in your life thank you for joining us in this journey of reflection and celebration from the champion life podcast we wish you a blessed and joy-filled Christmas. May the light of Christ shine brightly in your, in your hearts, guiding you through the incoming year. Merry Christmas and God's abundant blessings to you and yours. Until next time, take joy in the gift of a starlit sky. And remember that God's greatest gift is indeed to the world. This has been the Champion Life Podcast. See you next time. Thank you.